0: Here's Bobby. Well, this is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy. Coming to you today in my mobile studio in a little bit of a chilly Chattanooga day. Yeah, but that's okay, because it's Friday. Yes, it's my second favorite day of the whole week. What's my first favorite day of the whole week? Saturday. Because <laughs> I'm home. I get to sleep till I'm done. Yes, I do. don't have to go to the J-O-B, and I get to worship my Lord and have a great day and a rest and a refreshing time. So, how y'all doing today as I'm speaking, it is a Friday, and today I thought Today's episode would be called "Angels Unaware." Angels Unaware. There is a verse in the Bible that talks about, and a paraphrase uh, that you just might be entertaining angels unaware. We don't know. And since the last couple of episodes I did was on why do we have hard times so God can show Himself mighty, and then another, the next episode was on miracles. And if you haven't heard those two episodes and you want to hear than before you listen to this one, then go ahead and just scroll down on your listening platform of your pleasure, if you're on an iPhone or smartphone or one of them there phones, that you could go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and you can go ahead and listen, yeah, or you could look at the episode titles, and it would be Why Hard Times and Miracles, that you could catch up, and if you want to subscribe to Bobby the Boomer Show, then please do, and that way, every time a new episode comes out, you'll be notified, you won't miss a single one, and also, if you You would please? Could you give me a rating? So, how you doing today? Uh, Today's title, like I said, is Angels Unaware. So, how did I come to that title? Well, I told you I did the other two episodes, and when I was doing the other two episodes, I got to thinking. You know what? Uh, That story about how I was carried across the intersection—I couldn't see that angel, and I sure could feel being carried across because i didn't feel the road (laughs) kind of felt like a hand underneath me carrying me across the intersection so i got to thinking you know i got a couple more stories i'd like to share that you might enjoy and then uh, we could end the week with something like that if you don't believe in that well that's okay just be entertained maybe be tickled so we got the one about the getting hit by a car carried across the intersection let me tell you another one that i actually saw what i believed to be an angel one time when i was in texas i had an old 1974 impala big giant car it was new year's eve and i knew i needed a new starter because it was going out it was doing the thing where it would, and sometimes you had to take a hammer to the starter and bang on a little bit uh you motor mechanic guys know what i'm talking about and it'll uh, work for a while well it did work for a while and i figured let me go on to autozone my favorite auto parts place let me go over there and change this out before new year's because new year's are going to be closed and i won't be able to get the parts that i need so i'm on my way at the evening time just before it closes and when you know it come to a red light on a very big busy intersection in houston texas and my car just stalled stalled stopped and wouldn't start again so i'm at this intersection on the main road and i had to get the car off the main part of the intersection i had to do a 90 degree turn right turn and go up into this parking lot of a florist i noticed it was empty and closed and i figured well they're not going to be open on new year's i'll put the car there till i can get myself figured out maybe get a tote home or somebody to help me with that so but i had to push the car because the car wasn't starting so i started to push it and i said a little prayer I said lord I need some help. And after I finished that, I looked over to where I had to turn the car, and I saw this little kid, couldn't have been more than 12 years old, leaning up against the pole, of the signpost or the, the, the street light post, whatever it was, and he's on this little bicycle, you know, with the banana seat and the big long handlebars, and he couldn't have been more than, oh, four feet tall, probably weighed maybe 80 pounds soaking wet <laughs> something like that i'm looking and this kid says hey mister you need some help and at first i thought well this kid ain't gonna be able to help me he's the little kid he's a little kid what's he gonna do but i thought you know what i did ask for help so i i use whatever i could get I said okay Yes, uh, please, young man, could you please help me? So he got in the back of the car, and I'm still pushing where the driver's seat was. I'm pushing the car, and while I'm pushing, I'm trying to steer it. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but if uh, some of you baby boomers ever tried that on your own, when you're pushing a car and trying to steer it at the same time, you can't do too good holding on to the, to the door frame while you're trying to steer and push at the same time, unless you're really strong. And I was pretty strong at the time, but... (laughs) Not that strong. Anyhow, so all of a sudden, when the little little guy, young man, gets behind the car, it started picking up speed. I made that 90 degrees turn without a problem, and I had to get up into the parking lot of the florist, and it was an incline. And that car, by the time I got to the... Incline. That car was going so fast I had to jump in and put on the brakes so it wouldn't go through the store or at least bounce off the, you know, the store building. And so I did that and I figured, wow, that's kind of amazing. And I figured, well, let me get some money to this kid because he helped me out and I sure appreciated He helped me. So I jumped in the car, got my wallet, came out of the car and this little guy was gone, and it was a busy intersection. So I went to the to the street post that he was leaning on, and I looked up one side of the intersection, down the other side, looked to the left, looked to the right, because how fast could that kid pedal, right? How how long? How far could he get, especially in the busy traffic and everything? I figured he couldn't get too far. Well, <laughs> he was gone, nowhere to be seen, and I kind of thinking, well, you know, I believe that I just had an angel come and help me. Now you believe that or not, but that's what I believe happened. So there's that. And I got another Texas tale for you. I was in Houston, Texas again, and we were in we were renting a house and but the fence wasn't too good, and next door the next door neighbors had a pit bull. I called her Mama Pitbull because she was giant size. She had a head as big, oh, bigger than a steering wheel, (laughs) as far as big. She could have probably weighed about, oh, I'd say 185, 190 pounds. She was a big pitbull, big dog. Sometimes Mama would put her head through the fence, and I she was a pretty gentle, kind dog. And I'd always say uh, when she did that, Mama, go on back to your own your own yard and she would well this particular day i don't know if y'all ever watched uh, the dog whisper but he taught me a lot about dogs and one of the things he said was sometimes dogs that are abused and beaten are not treated right they have triggers and you could trigger them with certain things that you do well this particular time i came out and mama dog's head was through the fence she was just watching looking around and i saw this baseball wiffle bat it's one of those red baseball wiffle bats it's kind of big and i was made out of plastic and i picked it up and i pointed at mama and i said mama going back in your yard well i think mama might have been whooped with a plastic bat like that or like something like a stick or something because when i pointed that at her mama went nuts mama came through the fence like it was wet tissue paper yes she did (laughs) she came through that fence she ran up my chest she was going for my throat and a good thing in one respect mama was missing a bunch of teeth (laughs) it was a good thing she didn't have a full set so mama had her sights set on my neck she was running up my chest i still got the scars to prove it she was running up my chest and as she was going for my neck I took my left hand and I smacked her upside the head to push her head away from my neck. And as 185 pounds, I think I was about 170 at the time. So when I pushed her out of the way and she was pulling me down, I was getting knocked down to the ground. Yep. And so, since I moved her head, she just decided, well, look at here, it's like a chicken wing. <laughs> she latched onto my forearm, with what teeth she had left, and started shaking me like a rag doll. Now, I was on my knees, so I figured, well, this is a good time to be uh, asking for help, so I just started asking. For Jesus in a very loud way. (laughs) Jesus! Yes, I was. And it was funny because when I asked my kids, being a Marine, you know, you don't want to sound like a little wimpy girl, like screaming and stuff. So when I got in the house, I said, now, kids, I asked my three children, was Daddy screaming like a little girl? And they said, no, Daddy, you sounded mad. Yeah, and we asked Mama. We thought something was wrong, so we went to Mama and said, something's wrong with Daddy. And Mama said, oh, Daddy's just playing with the dog. Now, my my wife, my missus says she never said that (laughs) to this day. She will. When I'm telling this story, she'll say, I never said that, (laughs) but she did. It's my story. Yes, she did. Anyhow, well, I wasn't playing with the dog. The dog was shaking me like a rag doll. and I, I've heard when a pit bull gets a latched and gets that adrenaline going and all that enzymes, they lock that jaw and you can't open it, kind of like an alligator. But in uh, this particular case, since I prayed, I was like, need some help. So I reached underneath the old mama's head and grabbed her throat. She didn't like that, but she let go of my arm and I moved my hand from the bottom of her head or throat or neck to the top of her head and I pushed her head down in the dirt so she couldn't latch hold of anything else that I had waving around. And then I grabbed her neck and then I grabbed her butt and I picked this 180 pound dog up and ran about 50 yards across the yard and threw through the fence with some gusto I might add. Now I know uh, I'm a pretty strong guy but I lifted weights for quite a while so I don't think I was doing that all by myself. Now you don't have to believe that because they say when adrenaline kicks in sometimes you can do incredible feats well that's a possibility but that thing went up and out over and (laughs) through that fence a whole lot easier than it should have been so i kind of think there was angel help involved in that I got one more story for you. Now, this is kind of stretching it, but maybe it's just, just the fact that when you ask for help, the Lord said you help. So, I was out, yeah, Houston, Texas again. It was a happening place. Spent 20 years there, so I got a lot of stories, baby boomers, about that. I guess if you stayed somewhere for a while, you got some stories from that place, too. Anyhow, I was married to my first missus, and when I came to the Lord, I stopped drinking, smoking, going with clubs, and stuff. My first wife, uh, she did not, so she was out having... Having a good time. Two in the morning, I got a phone call. Hey, honey, uh, there's a ruckus going on, and I'm kind of scared for myself. I need you to come get me right now. Because she didn't drive at the time. She had gone with a friend, and her friend didn't want to (laughs) leave. So I said, okay, dear, I'll be there right away. Well, I know the name of the place, but since I had cleaned up my act and hadn't been... Barn for a while or clubbing for a while. I don't even remember quite where it was. I knew where, kind of where it was, but I'm driving up and down the streets trying to find this place, and I get to a, a light. Now, I watch lights when I go through them, because if they turn yellow, I kind of keep an eye on it and make sure I'm not running a red light. So, I'm watching the light and looking around trying to figure out where I'm going, and as I'm going under the light, it turned, it was yellow. But then I saw some other lights, you know, them blue lights, them shiny woo-woo-woo that have the whistle that go with it yeah i had a couple of those so i pulled over and uh, by the way just before i went under the light this is the important part <laughs> that's before i went under the light i said lord i need help it's two in the morning my wife's in trouble and i need to get her and get her out of trouble and i don't know where this place is i need some help Please. Well, right after I said that, I went under the light and then whoop 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 pulled over. Now I'm upset. What are you pull me over for? I gotta go get my wife. She's in trouble. <laughs> well, policeman comes up to the window and he says, "Why'd you run that red light?" And I said, "Sir, I didn't run no red light." He said, yes, you did. I said, no, I didn't. He said, yes, you did. I said, it was yellow. I was watching it. It was yellow when I went under it. It was yellow when I went past it. Why are you pulling me over? He said, because you red a red light. I'm surprised he didn't like, you know, Haul me in or something, but he didn't. We went back and forth for a couple more times and then finally he said, Well what are you doing out here two in the morning running red light? Well I had to tell him I ain't running no red light. And then I told him the story of why I was going, where I was going up and down and why I went. Anyhow, so he said who are you looking for? And I said, I'm looking for my wife to some ruckus and I want to make sure she's safe and he said, What's the name of the club? So I told him the name of the place and hey said hey i know where that is follow me so he jumps back in his squad car and waits till i get behind him and he takes off down the road and i follow him and he goes right to the place and my wife's standing out there she's standing in there getting all sees the car coming up she runs in the car gets in the car and the policeman had already made a u-turn and he pulls window to window so he could talk to me He says is that your wife and i said yes sir it is and i certainly hope it was because you know do let women just jump in my car like she did anyhow so i said yes sir it is and i uh, thank you very much and he said you're very welcome have a good night and by the way you did run the red light. Well, I wasn't going to argue with him this time, but I was still kind of mad that he even inconvenienced. I didn't even think. I just lost track of my prayer and all the what I'd asked for help and everything and what just had transpired was kind of like, I don't know why it eluded me, but it did. And then as I'm going home, I'm thinking about the whole thing. Still, I all of a sudden thought about, hey, I asked for help, and the next thing I know, I got pulled over by a police officer. Who did not give me a ticket? Who didn't handcuff me and (laughs) pull me out of the car for being belligerent? But he actually took me to the place and then just went his way. I can't say he disappeared. He kind of (laughs) did. I wasn't paying attention. But He just went his way. Well, now was he an angel? Ah, I don't know. I know you could disagree with me and say, ah, that's just happenstance. But and for the biggest part, maybe you might you might admit. Well, you got help. God, God heard your prayer. You got help. Or you might just say, hey. (laughs) <laughs> you're indiscretion. Got you lucked out, buddy. <laughs> well, maybe all three of those are true. But I just thought, at being the end of the week, do a little bit of something like to end up the three shows here. Have the three shows. One about what happens when things are hard. That was kind of deep then. And then some miracles. And then... Oh, angels unaware. I just thought, well, I'd share a little bit of that. You could take it or leave it or whatever you want. Well, that's what I have for you this week and today. And I hope you did enjoy my stories. And I hope you will come back for the next episode. That's what I have for you today. And until the next time, I'll just say goodbye and God bless.